Hare Krishna, dear devotees. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glory to Srila Prabhupada. We are very fortunate to have His Grace Ras Parayan Prabhu from New Delhi. And Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 7, Verse 22. Hare Krishna Prabhu, you may take over the call when you are ready. Okay, thank you. Bro. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to purify myself. So, uh, as I can, uh, in this platform, I cannot share my screen. So, I request you all, if you can open uh, as a norm for Bhagavad Gita, first we do a little kirtan. So, we'll sing a rational song by me, Vil Mangal Thakur, Vraja Prasiddham Namnita Choram. It is sort of a asking Krishna that, confronting Krishna that, yes, you are a thief, but you you deceive people and have some other kind of a things, not not robbery, not jewels or money, but you take take hearts or some other things. So, I request all devotees, so if they can open uh, some, some uh, on, on some of the apps, the Vashya song, Vajay Prasidam Namnita Chavaram, I'll start singing it on my end. Then we'll proceed towards the Bhagavatam verse. Braje prasidam navanita choram Gopanganana chadukula choram Anet janma jita papa choram Choragranyam purusham namami Shiradikaya idayasya choram Navamudam shamalakanti choram Padashitanam chasamasta choram Choragraganyam purusham namami Akinchani kritya padashitam ya Taroti bhikshum Kenapyaho bishanam choraetri Vishtashutovana jagatraeti Tadiyanama pe harati ashesham Giripasaram api paparati Ascharya rupo nano choraetri Vishtashutovana jagatraeti Dhanam chamanam chatachendriyani Pranam chahetvamama sarvameva Pralaya sekutrito adhyachora Vambhakti dhamnasi mahe niruda Chinasi goram yama pashabandam Vinasi bhimam bhava pashabandha Chinasi sarvasya samasta bandha Nevatmano bhakta kritam subandham Manamanase damas tarashi ghore Karagrade dukham aene bhadha Labhaswahe chora hare chiraya Svachorya dosho chitam eva dandam Vajay prasidam navanita chora 
start our uh, bhagavatam discussion uh, before that i would like to make a request to all of you if my voice or anything is wrong with uh, from my side just uh, interrupt me in the in the in this call or you, maybe you can put it in the chat window i am using this application from my laptop so i can see your uh, your chat also hare krishna hare krishna prabhu ji 
So we have to yes. upgrade ourselves and then follow, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Hare yes, Mother. Yes. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mother. Okay, so um, as I cannot share my screen here, I'll I request you all to kindly open the shloka for the day, sixth canto, seventh chapter, and twenty-second shloka, and I'll recite it on my end. You will say. ृद्धा परीक्ष of that ungrateful activity, asita was by others, va of all of you, parabhava the defeat, parakshine bhaya although they were weak, swaveri bhaya by your own enemies who were previously defeated by you. Smridhana, being yourself very opulent, cha and yat pitch sura o demigods. Translation for part by his one is Bhakti Swami Shrivastava Shrivastava. Translation: Because of your misbehavior towards Brahmati, you have been defeated by the demons, my dear demigods. Since the demons were weak. having been defeated by you several times how else could you who were so advanced in opulence be defeated by them parpat the devas are celebrated for fighting with the asuras perpetually in such fights the asura were always defeated but this time the demigods were defeated why the reason as stated here was that they had offended their spiritual master their impudent disrespect of the of their spiritual master was the cause of their defeat by the demons as stated in the shastras when one disrespects us a respectable superior one loses his longevity and result of his pious activities and in this way one is degraded so we'll recite mangla charan and then we'll proceed the discussions om agyanti tamirandasya gyanan jana shalakaya chakshur unmilit श्रीचैतन्यमनोष्ट स्थापित ये भूतले 
स्वयं रूपा कदाम ददाति स्वपदाका वंदे अहम श्री गुरु श्रीयुतापदकमल श्री गुरुन वैष्णवांश श्री रूप सागर जाता सहगण ೇಶ್ವರೀ ವೃಷ್ಯಭಾನುಸುತೆ ಹರಿ ಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರೂಭೆಸ್ಸಾಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧೂಭೇವಚಿತ್ಯಾನಂದಿಯದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧರ್ಶ
that you know you you must ask four question before reading this uh, the bhagavatam shloka or if you are coming to a bhagavatam class actually the responsibility is not only of a of the speaker it is you know if we are attending bhagavatam class to study the shloka is also responsibility of the audience also you know you can you can say how so prabhu you know we are we are listening to some some new new thing here from you no actually you know because we are doing discussion this is bhagavatam charcha so the responsibility of a speaker is there to prepare you know to see the different aspect of the shloka and also it is the responsibility of the audience also if you know he can he can also study the shloka so that he can also contribute to the discussion and along with that when we are attending the bhagavatam class when we are listening to the bhagavatam class it is also a test of our understanding from before this class you know for say if rasprandas is somehow you know uh, some kind of a disguised devotee he is not he is a pseudo devotee he is a mayavadi and somehow other he deceived devotees and came in front of you and start speaking some mayavad on this shloka so who who will judge it you know that that will the test of the test of the you know the audience the what 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 they have listened before that before this class so they must be prepared enough you know they you know, the audience also has to come prepared so that he can judge the the uh, the speaker also that he is telling the truth he is speaking in line with the guru sadhu and shastra that is the you know that is the criteria that whatever we are speaking that must be in line with guru sadhu and shastra so it is a mutual responsibility of a speaker as well as of the audience okay so when as his uh, honorable radhan govind maharaj told us that whenever you read a shloka of bhagavatam you must ask four things from yourself first is uh who is speaking second to whom he is speaking means who you know uh, generally in when we read only one shloka there is no mention of who is speaking and who is not speaking and uh, in which of the two two person this conversation is going on so what we must know who is speaking and who is to whom he is speaking uh so in this case who is speaking lord brahma is speaking i hope uh, you all are aware of the of the context of this shloka if you are not uh, allow me to <clears throat> reiterate it uh, what happened uh, indra in his in his own uh, assembly of devas in his opulent seat enjoying his riches and opulence as as you know it happens with you know with lot of lot of opulence and riches comes pride also so he was there in his assembly and enjoying his things and suddenly <coughs> who came his the the spiritual master of the devas brahaspati he came and what happened because he was so so puffed up he didn't pay any obeisances not even pay obeisances he didn't say anything he didn't even say hare krishna nothing and brahaspati he is a, you know he is a very exalted he is also a devotee he is a exalted vaishnava he understood that you know right now my disciple is so puffed up i cannot say anything to him he just left didn't you know didn't any make any move he reacted to the situation he just left the situation and when you know just when he just left indra came to his senses you know this is a very great teaching that we can see from the behavior of our seniors also at times we do lot of mistakes because of our foolishness because of our uh, inferior nature because of our lower tendencies we commit so much so much mistakes but we can see from the 
from the behavior of our, our, our spiritual masters or our senior devotees they don't correct us you know like just like that i am because our i am living in delhi uh, in rohini temple so our gbc is is always gopal krishna goswami maharaj such a pure pure devotee he is you know uh, so maharaj you know maharaj once he was he was telling us in, in one of the classes that you know i we generally nowadays the spiritual master is not chastising the devotees their disciples so somebody asked maharaj why why you are not why you you do not chastise the devotees maharaj said because you do not take it you know when if you are at the time of shila prabhupad shila prabhupad chastised like anything you know he just burn the people you know if we would have we we would have to face the wrath of shila prabhupad not the wrath but the mercy of shila prabhupad you know we we could not take it we, we, right now because of our generation we are we, we might not have that kind of a tolerance power i uh, i'm one one incident is getting in my mind when we are discussing thing once you know you we all know the juhu temple the famous juhu temple and how how much big fight shila prabhupada and his disciple has to fought to get that land there was one mr n who was very adamant and who was you know who was a demoniac person who was like a gunda who you know who signed the paper and not giving the land to devotees and you know just you know disturbing devotees like anything so what happens because you know, they all were, they all were western devotees not habitual of india and especially you know nowadays india is so much changed now you all are very senior to me i am very sure with that so you must have so or heard of india in 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 maybe in 80s 80s 70s or 90s you know from today's perspective india is so much so much changed so in in 70s they were it was a real struggle for them to live in juhu land which is full of rats full of scorpions and snakes it was just a just a jungle kind of a place so tamal krishna maharaj and sham sundar who those were the leaders at that time they become fed up and they just gave out the land to them land back to mr n and when propat get to know that that tamal krishna maharaj and sham sundar who has given back the land they have sent uh, they have given back the papers not the land they have not given back the possession but the papers propat become so furious propat really become so furious propat chastise them like anything and even you know at times you know sham sundar who was telling this this incident in one of his uh, mem- memories of shila prabhupada that what happened whenever a big influence influential people from influential person from mumbai or somewhere else you know come to meet prabhupada in juhu prabhupada you know parade us in uh, prabhupada used to call the uh, call tamal and sham sundar he make them stand in front of the person and he would introduce the prabhupada used to introduce them like these are my western disciples they are number one fools they given back the the paper to mr n you know imagine yourself in that position it is really you know because shila prabhupada was so great vaishnava he was so, such a great visionary such a kind heart he was able to do that and even you know the success, the reason for success of iskon is also the tolerance of prabhupada's disciple the the spiritual master prabhupada was excellent you know and the quality of the disciple was also excellent that's why this movement has expanded so much and you know, after uh, departure of shila prabhupada 
this is a iskon is only one of the uh, as far as my small knowledge is concerned iskon is only the only organization which expanded otherwise whatever spiritual organization you talk about generally they 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 contract their size reduced to some some to some extent when their charismatic leader goes away. but but after departure of shilapopa iskon expanded like maybe 10 times in this in the in the last 50 years no 77 some 45 45 46 years proper uh, this movement has expanded 10 times all glory to shila propat disciples also because they were so tolerant and they were so pakka to follow the instructions of shila propat okay so here uh, what happened to sorry i detoured from the from the from our discussion so indra didn't didn't pay his obeisances brastati understood that he is fucked up he just left left him and when indra came to his senses he tried to search out for brastati brastati was nowhere to found he just hid himself or went somewhere so what happens because they disrespected a senior vaishnava you know calamity came upon them and the demons who were weak they attacked them and they get defeated you know as shilopopal mentioned in the purpatan translation also that you have defeated asuras so many times right you have defeated so asuras so many times but because you have committed this offense to your spiritual master to braspati that's why you know these weak demons also defeated you so now indra becomes so repentant he he becomes so repentant he was cursing himself like anything and what happened then you know as happens you know whenever we we land ourselves in some kind of a trouble we go to our superior that is the that is the way that we should do whenever we are got stuck somewhere we must go to our superiors so in case of uh, devtas also what the, you know this is the difference between devtas and asuras asuras whenever they land up in some situation they don't they don't consult their superiors they try to solve it themselves you know they have this philosophy that i am i am the doer i i can i can change my destiny no sir you cannot change your destiny so devtas understood that krishna is the ultimate controller and only he can change our destiny if he likes else we will get our result of our own karma so what devtas do they went back to uh, lord brahma so and now this shloka is is spoken by brahma ji to the devas and brahma ji is actually chastising them that you know how could this be possible this is possible because you you made a mistake to uh, chastise the devotees chastise the, sorry you made a mistake to disrespect the devotee of the lord braspati okay so next you know two things who is speaking out of four things about a shloka first is who is speaking second is who, to whom he is speaking third is what he is speaking what he is trying to speak in this shloka so in this shloka brahma ji is chastising them for their frivolous behavior towards braspati and fourth thing that we, that we can we must pay our attention to is why he is speaking so because brahma ji wants to make them realize that they have committed a big mistake by not uh, paying their obeisances to their not paying due respect to their uh, to their spiritual master so there is a very nice shloka that comes in um nectar instruction shloka number i guess it is shloka number 5 or 
कृष्णे तीयस्य गिरितव मनसाद्रियेता दीक्षास्ति चेत प्रणतिभि सभजन्तम ईशम शुशुष शया भजन विज्ञम अनन्यमन्या so what it says, the meaning of this, uh, the translation of this shloka is, one should mentally honor the devotee who chants the holy names of the Lord, Krishna. One should offer obeisances to the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation and is engaged in worshipping the deities. And one should associate with the faithful and serve that pure devotee who is advanced in undeviated devotion service and whose heart is completely devoid of propensity to criticize others. So here, uh, Srila Rupa Goswami is stating that how we should, whenever we meet a, meet a devotee, how we should uh, you know, greet him or how we should meet him. So if he is a, a Param Hans, Param Vaishnava, he is a Sannyasi, so we must pay our obeisances. Now we can lie flat on the, for the, for the males, for the Prabhujis, they can flat lie on the uh, on the ground and pay their full full set obeisances. Matajis can pay their half obeisances. And when we meet a Vaishnava who is initiated, who is chant, who is as for this shloka, who is undergoes spiritual initiation and who is engaged in worshipping the deities, we must pay our obeisances, half obeisances, like we call it Vaishnava Pranam. And whenever, whenever we meet a devotee who is who is chanting the holy, who is not initiated right now, so we can at least we can you know we can. Uh, pay our obeisances in the mind or we can join our hands and we can say Hare Krishna. Or, you know, at least whatever we can do. You know, there are there are many things whenever we, uh, I guess most of you seems to be from Grasta Ashram. So, do you know what is the, what is the duty of the Grasta Ashram? The duty of the Grasta Ashram is to take care of the, of the guest, Atithi Sastkar. Whenever a saintly person comes to your place, you know, you must... Uh, receive him with, with kind words, pay obeisances, give him a place to sit down. So, you know, even if you cannot do so, maybe somebody, somebody in, in the world, he's from a very poor background, he don't have a place to make the guest sit, at least he can give him a glass of water. Even if he cannot give a glass of water, at least he, he can pay his obeisances and say kind, sweet words. That thing we must give to the gentleman, to the, to the person, to the guest of the, of the Lord or to the devotee of the Lord. So, <clears throat> here in, in this shloka, uh, Rupa Goswami, Goswami is telling us that at least, you know, if we cannot, you know, if situation is like that, you know, we have to be careful also that we should not uh, pay our obeisances in such a place where it will be detrimental for uh, uh, for the image of our, our institution or for the devotee also. Like, you know, I, my, my service here in... in in this temple is to preach in university. There is a college called, there is a university called Delhi Technological University, DTU. I go there uh, to take classes. So generally we ask, whenever we, you know, we tell these things to, to our students, we ask them, you know, don't pay your obeisance in the college. It will be very, <laughs> it will create a scene. So similarly, when we are in public, we, sh we can avoid it. But at least we can join our hands and say Hare Krishna. That, that thing at least we can do. And you know, there are six Vaishnava Aparad also. As we daily we chant, uh, daily we recite 10 Naam Aparad before we start chanting our rounds. There are also six Vaishnava Aparad. And one of those Vaishnava Aparad is not, 
two of two of those six Vaishnavadis. One is not paying obeisances to the Vaishnav whenever we meet them. And second is not being happy when we see a Vaishnava. This is also offense. That if you are not, you know, become really happy from our heart that, oh, such a Vaishnava is coming. You may say, you know, it is artificial or something, but no, actually, whoever that Vaishnava, if he is chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, he is a, such a great soul, he is such a blessed soul. Srila Prabhupada was once, you know, uh, telling his devotees that, you know, you will faint if you get to know what is the sarup of that person who is sitting next to you. You will really faint out. So we don't know who, to whom we are associating with. So how our, our, our behavior should be the devotees? We must, uh, you know, pay our due obeisances, you know, whatever is uh, appropriate at that, in that situation uh, as per the, the devotee. And along with, you know, Prishwara also instructed us that whenever somebody comes to our place or comes to temple, you know, to attending the guest is very, very important. He is guest of Krishna. And to attend the guest of Krishna is more important than attending Krishna. Srila Prabhupada instructed that uh, if, means he was giving a scenario, like if you are alone in temple hall and you are the, you are the only one who is doing arti to the Lord and somebody, a new person comes in the temple hall, you are all alone. And what to do? Srila Prabhupada said, just put the arti plate down, jump from the altar and come to that person and attend him. He is more important than Krishna because he is guest of Krishna. You can see from many uh, instances in the, in the Bhagavatam also that Krishna prioritizes his devotees more than himself. Right? Uh, in case of Ambrish Maharaj also, uh, Durvasa Muni went up to, went up up till uh, this Vakuntha planet also. You know? He, he came just face to face with Lord Vishnu. He asked, he begged Lord Vishnu to save him from the Sudarshan Chakra. Lord Vishnu, what Lord Vishnu said? Sorry, I cannot help you. You, know, you have offended my devotee. Go and beg pardon for my devotee. Only he can help you. I cannot help you. So <clears throat> Krishna always, Krishna always prioritizes his devotees. You know? So, so attending the devotee, the guest of the of the Lord or devotee of the Lord, taking care of the devotee of the Lord is more important than taking care of Krishna. Okay, but generally what we see, uh, how a uh, fallen soul generally behave with, with the fellow devotees, generally it, it is seen uh, that to our seniors, we become envious. Oh, he is doing this, he is doing that, he has got the position, somehow or other, if I would have been on that position, I could have done this and that. So it is very natural because we are living in this material world and because of our, this very nature of enviousness, we are here. Otherwise, we don't have any reason to come come up here because we were envious of Krishna. Because we are still envious of, uh, to some extent, we are envious of Krishna. That's why we are here. So, to our seniors, we generally, the fallen souls, they generally have a uh, a bhav of enviousness. To our seniors, generally, we are ignorant to them. Uh, they are just new new people. They don't know much. I know. You know, they have this uh, uh, this feeling of superiority in front of them and to equals to in, in front of our equal we, all, we also you know we would like to generally the fallen soul like to prioritize themselves as, as a senior Vaishnava that I know so, so much I am this I am that so you know this is very this is nature of the fallen soul actually you know 
in, in we see from other point of view, if we are envying someone, if we are envying some and we if we are envious of somebody is getting some position or some knowledge or some, some higher power, if we are getting envious, that actually we are this shows that we don't trust Krishna. You know, whatever is happening is happening because of the plan of Krishna. If that person, whether he is eligible or not, he must be eligible, that's why Krishna has put him put him in that position. So my point of uh, making the, these things, the, stating this point is that if somebody has got this position, it is because of the will of Krishna. Otherwise, it would ha- it would not had have happened. So we must respect that person because he has got the position by will, sweet will of Krishna. Krishna want him to be there, right? So there is no reason to envy him. Okay. So now the question may arise then why you know what happened to Indra why he misbehaved why he didn't pay his obeisance to his spiritual master you know generally you know in his in scenario we see that even those devotees who don't come to temple very much often they come to temple when spiritual master comes they you know generally in, in front of spiritual master everybody wants to you know be like a very nice devotee and a, so so what happened to Indra because he was you know what happened to Indra? Because his heart was impure. He was too much addicted to material opulences. Whenever there is, you know, something we got, we become puffed up. There is a very nice saying that we get, 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 and forget. Krishna give, 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 and forgive. That's a very nice saying. We take so many things from Krishna, and we just forget it. We think that oh, I have got this. I am a self-made man or a woman. I have did this, I have did that, I have did so much for Iskon, I have did so much for Krishna, I have did so much for Krishna. Actually we forget that everything that we have got is given by Krishna. Even if, you know, I have got this intelligence, this body, it is also given by Krishna. I cannot do anything without help of Krishna. You know, we can see from from the example of many many people who get who got paralyzed. Medically speaking, all their you know the body parts, the blood circulation is there. But somehow, if Krishna didn't want them to move their some part of the body, they are not able to. Even you know Krishna, Krishna mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, "Matta smritir jnanam apohanam cha." You know, I have prepared for this class. You might have prepared for something else also. But if Krishna don't want us to remember those things, he just make us forget it. So he is the source of intelligence, remembrance, and forgetfulness. He make us remember those things which. We might have not studied even once. It happens. It happens to many a devotee. You might also have this kind of experience also that at times some people ask you some question and you don't know the answer. But by the sweet will of Krishna, it happens. It happens to me also. It it must have happened to you also that Divya Gyan Ridha Prakashita. You just spoke. You use your intelligence. You just spoke. The, you just speak whatever comes to your mind. And when you cross-checked it, it was right. So, you know, Krishna at times speaks through our mouths. It depends upon our our sincerity and purity also. So, Kunti Marani in his prayer, he, he mentioned that why this impurity comes in our heart? Because of the four things. We might have one of these four things, all, all of these four things, which can cause us, you know, being puffed up. You know, before jumping onto that shloka, I, I remember a very nice quote from His Holiness, Shubhag Maharaj. He says that only moody and puri looks 
good when puffed up. I hope you all know what is moody and puri. Puri is, you, know, you all know puri. And moody is uh, puffed rice. In Bengali it is called moody. You must have tasted those moody in when you, when you, you, you would have came to Mayapur. So, Maya said only moody and puri looks good when puffed up. Devotees don't look good when they are puffed up. So, Kunti Marani said that there are, uh, in, the, in his prayers, he, he says, Janam Aishwarya Shata Shebir Edamad Madhapumar Never Abhidhatum Vai Tom Akinchan Gocharam That there are four reasons why if somebody has one of these four things, he get puffed up. What are those four things? Jan, first is Jan. Jan means high birth. You know, in India, especially, if somebody is, was born in a, a rich and aristocratic family or a, in a high birth, in a Brahmana family, he gets puffed up of these things, right? So, <clears throat> so you know, it is, it is very dangerous. Actually, it is a saying also that superiority complex is more dangerous than inferiority complex. Because you, you don't have those parts, you don't have those uh, things and you are still very, you are think, still thinking that I am superior to these people. It is a very dangerous situation. Even inferiority complex is better. You know, at least we can do, we can correct the, that that thinking. But there is no uh, correction or no solution to superiority complex. So birth, because of a high birth, people may get puffed up. Uh, next is Ashwarya, opulences. You know, when Srila Prabhupada came to uh, New York. First he came to Boston and then to Pennsylvania and then to uh, New York. So he was very amazed that people are having, there are so many big, big skyscraper buildings, so nice cars, this and that. In, in the starting he was very amazed. But then he, when he saw the reality of uh, of Western world, there are nude clubs, there are uh, drinking houses and all those things. He was very, he saw that they, they, they don't, they only have, Riches, but don't have, you know, intelligence to use those riches. Once Srila Prabhupada, you know, as happened with Srila Prabhupada in his morning walk, it was a generally a custom that Srila Prabhupada trained his devotees by being devil's advocate. I hope you are, you know, what is devil advocate is. Srila Prabhupada deliberately become a mayavadi and asked his devotees to defeat him using their logics. So Srila Prabhupada being Srila Prabhupada, no one was able to defeat Srila Prabhupada. And then Srila Prabhupada changed his, switch his role to a devotee and make the devote make his disciples devil's advocate and then he will defeat those arguments. So once it was in, in one of those morning programs, Srila Prabhupada was uh, was playing a devotee and he is a devotee and his disciples were uh, playing the role of devil's advocate. So that the disciples said that Srila Prabhupada at least you know what is the use of spirituality? We are so you know here in America we are so rich we are so op so much opulence. Shilo Prabhupada said, you know, your opulence is, you don't even have a single, you don't even have a second of peace of mind. That is your opulence. And actuality, in actuality, it is true. You know, we may have uh, so much big bag balance, so nice body, so, so many gadgets and all those things. But all these things, after achieving all these things, if we are not Krishna conscious, we don't have a single, single second of peace of mind. We can see from... Uh, if we look towards the society nowadays, we can see why people want to drink, why people want to enjoy sex life, why people want to enjoy drugs, because they are not getting any any pleasure in their life. And because we are all part and parcel of Krishna, we we have this uh, 
intrinsic property we have this nature that we want some ha we want happiness we always want to remain happy you krishna is always happy satchid ananda krishna have this characteristics of ananda that's why we, we are also because he, we are his partner also we also want we want to be always in ananda but when we are not getting this ananda in our life and we are missing krishna in our you know if krishna is not there in our life then people try to you know take out some you know some squeeze out some anand from these things by drinking by enjoying sexy by going to pub this this and that roaming around the world so <clears throat> so this opulence is also a very big, big obstacle it impures our heart next is high education if we are some pass out of some iit working in some big it companies you know earning a you know six digit dollar salaries you know we is natural that we get pumped up so you know one example that is coming in my, my mind Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Sorry, uh, wrong press of button. Uh, my voice is audible. Yes, yes, probably. Okay, so sorry for that. Okay, so we were discussing uh, high education. It is also a obstacle in the in the part of purifying our our heart. So, you know, we are we are so proud of our edu whatever education we are getting. But Shilok, what Shilok Gopal said, you know. modern day shilopopa said that modern day education is or modern day schools and colleges are slaughter houses because they are taking away the knowledge of krishna or you know what is difference between soul and matter actually it is very very basic knowledge if you see uh, if you look towards bhagavad gita also the very basic knowledge of all the you know before understanding all those scriptures we must understand that we are not this body we are different from this body we are different from matter that's only after understanding this thing we can proceed further we cannot understand krishna we cannot understand his uh, his mood his devotees if we don't understand that we are not this body that's why prophet you know uh, stressed so much in his lecture on on this uh, difference between soul and matter uh, it also happened one time you know because we are when we get some knowledge we get puffed up so there is a there is a university in in america called caltech california technological university so there was a program called life expectancy program so there was a professor some 65 year old professor you know who and his his student phd student they were doing a research on how to you know because we cannot they they, they understood that we cannot stop dying you know, everybody has to die so what they tried to do they tried to increase the uh the expectancy of life that you know they try to increase the life of a person so they devised some method some exercises some kind of a fruit or some kind of a food that they, if they take so they will elongate their life so this professor he tried all those things on himself and it was coming very nice he was uh, he was some 65 year old person and all his vital stats his cholesterol his his heartbeat 
his appearance all looked like a 40 year person and what happened to him you know, he was and they were naturally they were very puffed up that you know we, we have done this we have done that so what happened to him he was on his morning walk and there was some some girls from the university football team and he was just watching them and what happened he, he was at that time he was crossing the road and a and a truck truck came and just hit him he died in that accident so despite all 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 his high education and all we cannot we cannot change the the rules of nature now we cannot elongate our life we cannot increase our life if krishna wants he can you know he can he can kill a person like anything mare krishna rakhe ke rakhe krishna mare ke and next thing that uh, kunti marani is telling that why uh, people get puffed up is beauty because and which is also very temporary you know you may be miss india you may be mr india mr olympia or something but we must ask you know this question to ourselves how much time how much time, you know i am going to get this uh, this body you know it it is not going to remain like this forever and it is very temporary and that too it is full of you know uh, once the speaker was telling in his class that this beauty is this material beauty that we have it's only 1 mm deep if we peel our body just 1 mm if we just you know remove this skin from our body what will happen we'll see that it is full of blood urine bile mucus stool and all those abominable things all the nine holes that we have in, in our body uh all the all the nine holes that we have in our body this body is called city of nine gates only abominable things are come out from this from from these holes so there is no use of uh, uh, you know getting puffed up of this this body so these four things janm aishwarya shuta shibir so if some devotee have these things he must forget that i have these things and if somebody is not having these things if he is not born in a high uh, in a in a high class family or he is not rich he don't have any higher education he is not so beautiful. he must remember that if he remember these things that i am not a he always remain humble you know in bhagavad gita there are there is mention in 13 chapter 13 chapter 8 to 12 shlokas that uh, qualities of a of a devotee or quality of a person so there are some 20 25 qualities are mentioned and one of them is humbleness so when we were studying bhakti shastri our our instructor his guru vamshi vadan who he told us that if you only cultivate humbleness that is enough all those quality will come to you naturally you don't have to you know make much effort after that okay so now what is the solution if somebody is really puffed up you know in, especially in this material world you know even a beggar is proud of his penny that he is having in his bowl so what to do so <clears throat> there is there is number of solution that we can do first of all try to be humble there are two aspect of being humble is first is not shilapopal mentioned that not being anxious to get recognition from others not getting honor from others generally actually you know it is very easy to give thing to give 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 gross things but it is very difficult to give subtle things like uh, you know suppose if you are taking prasadam in the temple and there are only two devotees 
you and some somebody else also. And, and uh, there is only one gulab jamun. And somehow or other, they gave you one gulab jamun. So there is a great chance being a devotee, being a humble Vaishnava, you can give out your gulab jamun to other person. Oh Prabhu, you take it. I'll, I'll just eat it sometime else. I, I already had two in the, in the morning. So you can eat it. You, you, you know, there is a great chance that you will give, give your gulab jamun to somebody else. But it is very difficult to give out the desire to getting desire of getting honor after giving out this gulab jamun. You know, we like to, you know, that we must be praised. You know, oh Prabhu, you have given me your gulab jamun. Thank you, thank you. You're such a nice Vaishnava you are. So, giving up subtle things is, is, is easy. But giving up gross things, like, you know, desire of getting honored, it is very difficult. So, try to, uh, try to be humble as much as possible. Give up this desire to, of post position. And uh, also, one, one of the way to remain humble is, remember, you know, what Krishna has done for us. Actually, everything is given by Krishna. Nothing is ours. You know, whatever intelligence, whatever post position, whatever uh, resources, whatever money, whatever family situation, you know, we are getting. That is all given by Krishna. We came, you know, with nothing and will go out with nothing all. So it is all given by Krishna. So it is a nice, nice meditation if we always remember that Krishna has given me all those things. You know, you know uh, His Holiness Bhakti Charu Maharaj was telling in his, was sharing in one of his lectures that Krishna is such a great scientist. He can make a seed in which there is a tree. In the, in that tree there is a seed. In those seeds there are, there is a tree. Now it is a continuous chain. Only he can do so. He can make a seed in, from which a, a tree can come. From that tree there are many seeds can come. From those seeds many trees can come. So only Krishna can do so. We, we cannot do so. So what is the use of being hum, being, uh, being puffed up? Next, uh, next thing that we can do is appreciate devotees. Actually, generally we like to be appreciated, but we don't like to... Uh, not you in general. I'm, I'm talking about we as a general. The lower human nature that somebody may have. That we don't like to get... Uh, we, we don't like to appreciate others. But we must give due appreciation to the person who is doing things. It, it, it must not be Ati Shokti, but it must be due appreciation that is there. So through that, we, we can know that, you know, this devotee is doing so much, this devotee is doing so much, and, you know, what I am doing. So it's a nice way to be humble. And also, we can, we can think of our own self before coming to Krishna Consciousness. Before coming to Krishna consciousness, I may be engaged in so many abominable things. So, by remembering your past, you know, we can we can understand that you know this devotee is so glorious. He have done so much things, and I, what I am, you know, I, I used to do such a nonsense things. So these are the ways. These are some of the solutions that we can apply to remain humble. And Yes, that's all from my side and in the end, it's already 5.50 uh, from my, uh, in, in India time. So as Mataji has told me, so that uh, in the last five minutes that we can discuss something from Purushottam Mas. So this Purushottam Mas is a very dear month to Lord Krishna. Actually, it don't exactly, why, well, first of all, scientifically speaking, why it happens? 
because our calendar is lunar calendar generally the calendar the gregorian calendar that we follow in which there is a month january february march april and they it has 365 days and it is based on lunar calculation sorry solar calculation the movement of sun but our calendar that is vedic calendar uh, gorabda that calendar is based upon lunar calculation so in lunar calculation every month is some is of some 29 to 30 days 28 29 30, 30 so after the whole one year there are some days left so after 3 or 4 years 2 3 4 years they club those days and make it make a month and that month is called purushottam mas so that is the difference between uh, lunar calendar and and solar calendar and because this this uh, this month is very dear to krishna you know we all every year we celebrate kartik month you know generally people come to vindavan they you know it is the last month of chaturmas and people do take so many vows and try to elevate themselves in krishna consciousness but <clears throat> because that month is very dear to shrimati radharani but this month purushottam month is very dear to krishna so what we can do we can also take some vows uh why we should we must take some vow actually you know these uh, these days are like you know bumper sales i don't know about what happened in america but in india there is a company called flipkart the the indian version of amazon so in 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 flipkart every year they have some days in the in the year they have big billion day sales so whatever in those 3 4 days there is a heavy discount on whatever you buy whatever you buy you will get some 20 30% discount because of some offers so similarly krishna is so eager to take us back to spiritual world he gives us so many discount he gives us so many big billion day sales and this purushottam mas is also one of those big billion day sales whatever activity whatever spiritual activity we do in these days it the result we will get is multifold so why not you know increase our remembrance together why not we chant some more rounds whatever we could do uh, as per our own situation so what we can do we can sing some bhajans like uh, chorashtam that i already uh, recited in the in the starting we can recite jagannathashtam we can recite nanda uh, nanda nandashtam we can recite radha krishna pranamora you know majorly the the songs which glorify the madhurya roso of radha and krishna you know vyogesh krishna who is most dear to krishna shrimati radha rani he wants to hear more about you know in this month he wo- he wants to you know he want to listen more about him and radha rani so you know that is a there is natural tendency of if you love somebody you must you like to hear about the glories of that person your beloved so krishna want to hear that so we can recite those those vaishnav songs we can remember those vaishnav songs whenever we go to take darshan of krishna we can recite those vaishnav song in front of krishna like jana like i'll order order mention jana ashtam nandananda ashtam uh, and uh, chora ashtam radha krishna pranamora these kind of a songs and we can if our health allows we can take some fasting we can reduce our diet also we can you know it is not necessary you know first of all we must understand that whatever uh, this kind of a pratas or fasting is there it is there to re- to increase our chanting if by reducing our food intake if we are reducing our, if we are doing some kind of austerity we are not able to chant more rounds there is no use of doing that austerity 
the end goal is to remember Krishna more and more. To remember Krishna, to chant more rounds, to chant, uh, to read more books, to hear more Krishna Katha, to associate more with devotees, to serve more devotees. If by fasting we are able to achieve that, that is fine. Otherwise, it is not. It is not the right use of that fasting. So this is all from my side. I hope. Uh, so if there is any question, you can kindly ask, or if there is any correction, you can kindly proceed. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Madhavat Pranam to you, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Thank you so much for your association and class, it was wonderful. You elaborated so nicely and you told us about, you know, humbleness is one of the key to, uh, you know, just the opposite of pride and so much more, uh, you know. So Prabhuji, you were saying there are five more things, uh, I just recollected two. One is, when we see a devotee, we pay obeisances, then you said, uh, we can uh, like uh, smile at the devotee or something like that. I didn't get the other ones. Four. Uh, the other uh, the, actually there are, there are six. There are Happy six ways that we can. Sorry. Yeah. Can you repeat that? Yes, Mataji. So actually, uh, there are six kind of Vaishnava prats that we somebody may do, and I was quoting two of those Vaishnava prats. Uh, one is that not paying obeisances to the devotees, and other one is not being happy by seeing the devotees. Even if we, we don't like some, some devotees, it may happen. So at least we can hold our hand. We must be happy that he, oh, such a nice person is there. He loves Krishna. I also love Krishna and he also loves Krishna. I may not jealous with that person. That is another thing. But Krishna loves him. That's why he is there in the, in the movement. So I must be happy by seeing devotees. I have a practical experience, Mataji, that it happens that, you know, it happens because of our lower nature. We might not uh, like that person. But every devotee is very, very, very important for this movement. Even if he's just there to clap, clap his hands in the in the kirtan. If you are alone in the kirtan, you'll need that devotee also. Every devotee has his place in this movement. So we there is, we must be very happy that he this person is there. Thank you, Prabhuji. Prabhuji, one more thing. Uh, you know, several times. You mentioned in your class like inferiority complex and superiority complex, right? So uh, like, like the word suggests superiority means that, oh, you know, like you mentioned um, having beauty, opulence. Uh, so, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm better, than you. Yeah, better, better than, than you. I'm better than you. And you know, what are you? Like Indra also, you know, uh, had that, uh, not in this episode exactly, but he mm -hmm. used to sometimes get like Govardhan Puja, right? He was like, worship me, I'm great. No one else is great. <laughs> so uh, that is that is superiority complex, right? Yes, Mother. So what is and the definition of inferiority? Is it just the opposite that you feel? But it's still a complex. So can you explain about uh, the inferiority complex? Because we uh, hear mother, this in the material world, often this yes, word. Yes. But I wanted to know from the from from a devotee's mouth, <laughs> you know, what is the, what is the exact uh, definition of Vedic uh, quoting and uh, you know, mm -hmm. it's different when we hear from devotees. Yeah. Yes, Mataji. Actually, Mataji, we at times, you know, because we, we hear so much about humbleness that remain low, you know, uh, give all the, like we, when we recite this uh, third shloka of Shikshashtam, Trinad api suni chena taru leva saishnuha amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari. So, we heard so much about that being humble, lower than the blade, uh, blade of grass on the street uh, and more tolerant than a tree. 
so what happened because it is right now it is not natural right now we are so puffed up so what people try to what devotees try to do at times they try to acquire this uh, this humbleness by by going into a zone of self pityness i am nothing prabhu i am just a fallen soul i am not i am i can't do anything and uh, shila propas mercy is there that i am in the movement so this is this is what is called being in the self pity zone to so criticizing one's own self and not doing the things that you can do so that is not humbleness humbleness is doing all what you can do for krishna you know fight for krishna and whatever you can do for krishna and still don't taking the credit still remain you know not having the desire to take the honor not being being anxious to take honor from others so this inferiority complex is going into the pity zone that you know not doing anything and self criticizing ourselves again and again at times we we have this we can see this nature in ourselves also especially when you know things are not going as per our own plans you now we go into this zone that oh i am not doing anything and such a fallen soul this and that so even if even if i am a fallen soul i must raise ourselves there is no no use of being a fallen soul we have to we have to do so much for krishna so much for gopal i hope mataji um, i gave a satisfactory answer thank you prabhu ji and one point also i want to mention which i liked is that uh, you know since a devotee we might have differences but we have to understand that the person is just like us chanting 16 rounds uh, mm-hmm. maybe initiated or not initiated and uh, so that's a lot you know sacrificing time in today's time lot of Absolutely. people you know and so we have to always keep in mind that even if the ideas don't match at least he's a devotee and you know everybody has their own mind and be mindful of not committing any offenses so i you made that yes. very very clear so hopefully we can have more love respect and honor and obeisances to both devotees uh, you know through your class that was one one take uh, which uh, you know i really liked so thank you so much prabhu ji thank you sir and i request to all the assembled vaishnavas also it is so easy to speak things you know you know it is so easy to give a lecture but it is very difficult to follow that please pray for me also so so that whatever we had discussed whatever i have spoken i can apply it in my life also thank you so i guess mata ji uh, we are good to go Anybody has question, comment?